A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This is a Lip Media Podcast. Beyonce sits slay, Shantae, you stay. You say that's fishy. Well, I say he's dishy. We say that's fierce. So sing all my queers. Don't go nowhere. Just prick up your ears. The word of the gay. Welcome to Word of the Gay, where we aim to dissect common words in the queer lexicon with regard to their history, contemporary usage in the LGBT plus community, and in pop culture at large. Hi everybody, I'm Lenny, and this is my fabulous co-host, Brendy. Hello! Now you can follow the show at, at Word of the Gay Pod on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and send us any word suggestions. This week's word is actually a word suggestion. Super! From Instagram. Look at people sliding into yeah. our DMs. <laughs> <laughs> Slippery slide! Brendy, how was your weekend? It was a hoot. It was very different to the usual. Oh, really? Uh, I didn't go out and party. Yep. I had a very dance-focused weekend. Like Very dance-focused dance weekend. Yeah, yeah. So yep. I did an hour and a half Broadway class Friday night and then another three hours on Saturday. Oh. Yeah, so it was about four and a half hours. And I'm not going to lie, I woke up Sunday morning <laughs> needing a handrail to yep. get out of bed. <laughs> and I'm dead set. I'm not even joking. Like, it was a fucking struggle. Yep. I woke up and I, it was then that I realized that I was like, okay, my 31-year-old body is not the 22 year old dancer that I thought I was (laughs) but to be fair I did have a hoot like so while I was dancing I was also um doing you know a little bit of research obviously for tonight's words so I I was reunited with the Pussycat Dolls I Don't Need a Man and some of their other greatest hits and also one of my classes we did um Paula Abdul's song Straight Up Yep. which is just heaven on a stick. And speaking of which, speaking of straight up and getting straight to the point, that leads us into this week's word. It does, I suppose. Um, it's gaydar. <laughs> <laughs> so the word gaydar is a mashup of gay and radar dating back to the 80s. And it's said to be the ability to accurately pick up someone's sexuality based on observation or intuition. Which means it relies on stereotypes like certain mannerisms, you know, flamboyant body language, tone of voice, grooming habits. Yeah, and even a person's occupation, apparently. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's certainly not a science um, because some masculine gay men don't act stereotypically gay and some heterosexual men may appear to have what is perceived as a gay lifestyle, like mm-hmm. sp- certain spending habits, concerns about their personal appearance, things that are stereotypically attributed to the fashionable urban gay man. Yeah, and a number of studies have tested whether gaydar is real or just a popular myth, with varying results. Yeah, one showed that judgments of men and women's faces for about one twentieth of a second was enough time to tell, for some people, whether a person was gay or straight. And the judgments were not any more accurate if they had more time to consider this. So the thing is that when you look at someone's face, it automatically activates particular stereotypes. And 
all gay people actually have a more accurate gaydar when selecting their own kind, more than straight people do anyway. Yeah, and women have a more accurate gaydar apparently when they're ovulating <laughs> because, you know, <laughs> they're on heat so they yes. don't have time to waste. <laughs> Yes, strange but true. Um, And other studies have found that people with particular body shapes and walking styles, similar to people of the opposite sex, are apparently more often perceived as gay. And in 2017, researchers claimed that an AI algorithm could identify sexual orientation just by reviewing a handful of online dating photos. (laughs) Creepy. Yes. So creepy. (laughs) You know, it's funny. I always thought, like, when we talk about having a... Gaydar. Yeah. I always pictured it sort of like, you know, when you drive into the country and it's bushfire season and they have that, like, the bushfire radar and it's oh, like yes. blue for like... Oh, yes. I was thinking, like, no, I don't. But yeah, yes, I know It's, like, it's like blue about. for like, yeah. nowhere even near severe and then like raging red high for alert. like high alert. Yep. That's how I always pictured a gaydar. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I've never had a visual... Fucking flaming! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's interesting talent being able to divide the world into gay and non-gay. And it does make sense like that a lot of it is perhaps based on stereotypes, which is just a quick way that we often use to kind of understand the world and put people in categories, Mm -hmm. for better or worse. And that might be guiding a lot of maybe, you know, straight people's gaydars. But I think that when you're a non-heterosexual yourself, there's certain other clues and subtleties that you pick up on that aren't necessarily about like, you know, the gender inversion theory where it's like, it's a man acting like a woman. It's a a woman acting like a man. They've got this body shape. They're wearing these clothes. It's just other... He uses his hands too much. Yeah. yeah, It's not so much those obvious stereotypes. It can be the way they hold themselves, certain, you know, vibes, eye contact. The eye contact thing has been researched. The gay gaze. Eye a huge thing, 100%. Um, And not necessarily because you're trying to pick someone up. It's just like an acknowledgement of yeah, sorts. Yeah, there's something like... Clocking someone. Reflecting on it, even like when we're in school and you'd be watching television or you'd see, you know, the gay guy a few years above you and you're like, oh my God, like, yep. Yeah, and you did. You hit those sort of stereotypes yep. of, as you said, sort of, you know, whether it be clothing or hairstyle, the way that person walked or yep. The grooming talked, habits, the, the grooming friends habits, they have. Uh, you know, yep. Is he only surrounded by, by, women. by yep. women? Even the pitch and pronunciation of his voice, yep. hips, walking. I mean, I'm totally guilty. I'm, I look yes. at, like, how they used to categorise it through those yep. studies and whatnot, and I'm like, oh, my God, I hit every single nail on the fucking <laughs> you do, head. Yeah. I really do. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, like, you sometimes do pick out those more obvious, and sometimes you're still wrong about it anyway. There's people that present in a less obvious or stereotypical way, Absolutely. and you can still, yeah. you know, have a sense that maybe they're not straight. And I don't think that means that, you know, we're trying to, like, work out everyone's sexuality, but it's good to not assume that everyone's straight. Just like. You but know. sometimes I've sort of found even, you know, some guys, and not that I'm continually, like, sussing out every single person like the fucking Terminator, <laughs> but just more so, like, while I'm, you know, hell, while I was at a wedding earlier last year, I was just chatting to a guy. I thought I was the only gay in the village at this wedding. Yep. And just chatting away with him. It was through conversation that I was like, my God, yes. I'm talking with one of my people. <laughs> I'm, with, <laughs> I'm with my people. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> How long have you been here? Like, And I suppose that's a kind of, you know, an exciting part of it sometimes for people because it's not that you're trying to work out, you know, everyone's sexuality to gossip about it or whatever. No. It's just to kind of be like, oh, yeah, it's, it's one of your – yeah, one of your peeps you have maybe a bit more in common with, not necessarily, but like you've just got, already got that base of 
you automatically something. you do yeah. you, you automatically hit a level where you're like boom we can relate to each other yeah it does conversation goes from like normalities to like okay <laughs> <laughs> but i guess along with along with yeah, the stereotyping we do whether or not it's the heterosexual world guessing who's gay, bisexual, pan, yep. we also do do it. Yes, definitely. Um, I'm 100% guilty of it. But I oh, sort of awesome. find, for yeah. me, it's less about being like, do you think he's gay? Yeah, do you yeah. think she's gay? Oh, my God. And it's more so me being like, Saturday night, I don't have time to fucking waste. <laughs> I'm not at a gay bar. So it's kind of like, <laughs> is he, isn't he? He's giving me vibes. Maybe he's just friendly. Is yeah. it like a, It's less of a, a let's whack a label on it. And it's more so a just, am I wasting my time flirting with him? Yeah. Or practicality. Not. Yeah. And yep. personally, I, I find spotting a gay man. Exciting. It's great. Out in the wild. It's great. Out yep. in the wild. Oh my God, look at him go in his natural habitat. But <laughs> no, I, I find it a lot easier than say picking a bisexual man. Okay, yeah. For me. Like when I've been out at some of my favourite local spots like the Lame Duck, it's a very yep. fluid place. Yep. So I kind of just assume everyone is – I just, I actually yep. generally assume because it's fluid, I oh. sort of just think everyone's bisexual or – Flashback to when you hit on the lesbian. Or straight. Yeah, or, yeah. Yep. that time that I hit on a lesbian, I just sort of like, you know, like – That's great. Nothing's safe for me. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> just, I just go to there to dance and then I leave. But – we have absolutely like chatted with guys there that I have thought were straight and it turns out they're pansexual or yep. they're gay or, you know, let's not be, let's not lie. They're two years away from realising that they're gay. <laughs> I don't think you can say that. <laughs> look, I know I'm, I'm guilty of it. Yes. Uh, of making that quick judgment. And look, yeah, sometimes yeah. you'd be right about it. Sometimes you'd be wrong. Absolutely. We can't, and assume, it, we can't blanket that. Absolutely. Yeah. And look, it's naughty of me, but you know, You're naughty guilty boy. I'll put up my hand, but I'm not the first one to be guilty of it. <laughs> I must admit, though, like detecting, I remember I used to ask a girlfriend, Detect- detecting, I asked a girlfriend like 10 years ago, I was like, do you reckon you can detect me? And she was like, Brandy. <laughs> so, someone, so yeah, she was like, someone, like she laughed and then she just went fucking deadpan and yeah. she was like, someone who is deaf, blind, mute, living on the moon and under a rock could fucking detect you. I was like, <laughs> that's great. Right, calm down. <laughs> Yeah, I think this detection and gaydar, we shouldn't take it too seriously. Like, sometimes you're so, so wrong about it. Sometimes it's very accurate. I think as long as you're not doing it in a way that you're trying to out someone or make them feel uncomfortable, like, that's all good. Not down with outing. Um, That is not cool. Some of the research isn't really founded because of, you know, the research methodology, but some of it is a bit more accurate. But I think some of it misses the point because it's, it's showing people photos and giving them like a list of their interests and stuff, which well, is really like going to make you judge stuff on stereotypes. Yeah, that's what I was... You're not meeting a person. You're not seeing how they interact with no, people. Building a relationship with yeah, them. You're, like, just, you're making a very quick and judgment. Obviously, you're going to base it on stereotypes if you look at a photo and look at their interests. And I can imagine what these sort of studies are going to put down to make you pick out oh. who's the lesbian and who's the straight woman. Like, it's just a bit obvious... I also want to say that anyone that claims that they've got like a hundred percent accurate gaydar is no. just a liar. Yes. <laughs> like and it doesn't matter. <laughs> I was trying to find a study that matched up with how I perceived gaydar. It kind of just grows with time, I think. The more gay people you meet, or, you know, queer experience. people you meet and yes. experience, um, and you know, knowing just how you kind of are. The it, little Tinkerbell bell goes off in your <laughs> ear and you're like, ting, 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 ting. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> An angel got its wings. <laughs> 
But they do. So, like, yeah, it's just kind of exposure. Because, I mean, those tests, for anyone that isn't familiar with them, they were very much focused on, like, short audio recordings, silent videos of somebody just talking. As yeah. you said, face value. And even just... Um, quick judgments in regards to like, yeah. here's a face. Is yeah. it gay or straight? I think it also doesn't take into account who are bisexual or pansexual. No, it doesn't. Yeah. I mean, I think that these studies, I'm imagining they ha- weren't done in 2019 because they're- The 80s, I yeah. think. Yeah. <laughs> the 80s. Um, <laughs> it actually reminds me of something that Zoe Kumsma said. I was at her comedy show recently. Yes. Zoe Kumsma is like a le- lesbian comedian for Great. people that don't know. She opened for Hannah Gatsby recently, but- yeah, she's been doing her own stuff for years, oh, and she had years. this um, special film for um, Amazon Prime. We we were in the audience for, which is very exciting. But yeah, so she made a just if there were any straight people in the house, which is a great mm-hmm. joke. First of all, a few people clapped, and then she kind of went on this thing about how you know everyone's trying to convince everyone that straight people wear just the same as you, and like just treat us the same. But really, we're not. <laughs> like, and that's not. okay. You know, we deserve the same rights and opportunities and all that sort of stuff, but we don't have to be the same to be treated that way. And we have our own cultures and symbolism and signifiers and all this stuff. Flags. And liberation and freedom in all these different ways. You know, once we do achieve those rights, it's like we're more free. We've spoken yeah. about this before. So I think this all ties in for me into to spotting people. Yeah. Like looking what the way someone, you know, holds themselves mm-hmm. and just, you know, a woman that doesn't necessarily feel like she has to act more feminine and you can just she's not necessarily looking like a man she's just standing or moving in a way that's just herself yeah like you're not having to play into the male gaze or the you know patriarchal expectations yep that's a way of telling yeah i think it's I, I mean i can't pick out a closeted closeted lesbian you know you. like um <laughs> Zorikum's also has another very funny joke um, where she says, I mean, I'm not going to, you know, I'm not a comedian. So (laughs) expect her delivery to not be as great. But she says, I know you're wondering, is she from the country or is she a lesbian? Well, I'm both. Um, (laughs) And that's, you know, stereotypes. I need to see her live. You do. I haven't seen it, her I live I laughed so much. I had like twitching in my muscles and it was physically painful. Like it was so, <laughs> for moments, I luckily it kind of, yeah. You there's were taken just out some, on a stretcher, but it was yeah. totally worth it with <laughs> it the was, sexy, sexy mask, very mask of oxygen. Yeah, very painful <laughs> laughter. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad. And I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 
Okay, and in this day and age, Lenny. Yes. In this progressive day yeah. and age that we're living in, I feel so old sometimes. Yes. Um, as we become more gender fluid, gay dars are sort of becoming sort of like slightly more challenging for the the older generations yes. to, to work out who's who and <laughs> what boxes they fit in. I still think occasionally it is important to have a gay dar, not to the negative sense of boxing people, no, yeah. but for your personal self, especially when you come out and you're learning who you are and whatnot and you're meeting new friends and whatnot, yep. just to be able to have that important aspect of, I guess, support and yep. having that gay dar, you know, it could lead to romance, it could lead to sexual partners, building a community. But it's also, I know we're always talking about this progressive age, but it's actually very far from achieving that oh, post, post-gender, post-sexuality society. I mean, I don't know... At some point, I'm sure, who knows if this if it's even fully like attainable. Where I was coming from was in the sense that in schools these days, like with my two nephews, they are going to see a lot more same sex parents. So yes, they may yeah. see you know they they'll have friends that have got two dads or two mums yep. or intersex parents and whatnot. So you know when they have kids and so forth and so on, I think it's uh, going to it slowly is progressing. Yeah, progress. I just think it's, it's not like a boom 2019 done everybody. Like yeah. I think. In a hundred years' time, it's going to be completely different. The world still exists. Yes. Well, yeah, if it still exists. <laughs> we'll as long as I'm not around for it. I don't I'm... want to be here either. <laughs> Environmentally, <sadly>. that is. <laughs> the way that it's going. You do want to be here for the gender revolution, Absolutely. but not for the state of the planet. Put me on a yep. flag. Well, Fair I enough. mean, I'm having my ashes spread around the Peel Courtyard. So. Oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> You'll be here. In spirit. In spirit. In Collingwood. I would say that we are both very comfortable. With our sexuality. And we wouldn't mind if someone assumed you were gay. Um, I'm, I'd be probably horrified like, if they assumed I was straight. Yeah. <laughs> and also like, you fucking kidding me? Really? Yeah. <laughs> so um, yes, no, to answer that politely. Yes, Lenny. Yes, I am comfortable, much like yourself. Yeah, it's interesting. Like some people strive to be gay and visible and then others just want to fit in, be normal in yes. you know quotation marks quotation be a bit marks. more invisible even if not closeted but just um you know and just assimilate into straight culture and i mean i i feel like i've got a pretty heterosexual life i don't know like it, i don't feel like i'm doing anything crazy yeah i can understand why people strive to more have that maybe lifestyle because they've had hardships and just yep. really want it. Yeah. It's interesting that you say that though, because Jimmy and I were at a bar one day and we were just sort of chatting away and some girl had sort of hit on him and we'd literally only recently been discussing the fact of like, do you think women look at us and check us out and like, oh yeah, handsome guy. Or they look yep. at us and be like, yes, he's handsome, but raging homo. Yeah. And I was sort of like, well, Jimmy, I think one leads to you and one leads to me, mm. but it's just... Yeah. Which is which. However, <laughs> when I went and visited my mother in hospital a few weeks, uh, a few months ago, she rang me like a few days later because her nurse came into the into the bedroom to change her dressing wounds and whatnot. A few days later, mum rings me and she's like, oh, Geraldine, the nurse thought you were very handsome. I was like, did she realise that? <laughs> she like, I'll take the compliment, mum. I was like, but she knows, right? <laughs> like, surely she no, knows. No, not always. And mum was like, I don't think she did. I was like, oh. Of course people sometimes think you're straight. I, don't, I was sitting there it, with, with like my you legs just crossed, my big CC Babcock coat on, eating my mother's dinner because she was preppy. kind of half. Yeah, maybe I did. Like one of those preppy, elitist sort of, maybe had that vibe. That vibe. Yeah, yeah. like yeah. a rich, rich boy vibe. <laughs> and look, it was, yeah, it was a Catholic hospital and I wasn't on fire. So. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> And it goes the opposite way. Um, if you're straight and someone assumes you're gay, like why would you be offended by it? It's oh, not 
a big deal, especially if you're someone who's comfortable and, you know, expresses themselves in the way they want. Oh, some guys yeah. love it. Yeah, they, they should. Absolutely take it as a some, compliment. Some love it too much. Yeah. The yeah, sort that kind of love the attention of gay. Like, they want to flirt, but really, are they just... Ego. Well, is it ego or is it like something else, like yeah, yeah. that they're in the closet? So, but it's like the men that really, away. yeah, <laughs> they really play into that. Oh, I go to gay clubs and you know the guys think I'm so hot and check me out. And it's like I don't think that when I go into a straight club, and no. I know that people don't always think that when they go into a gay clubs. So no. yeah, and that's not really why... that's not really the what it's about. <laughs> yeah, no, that's not why. You... Not. And and yeah, why are you there? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> by yourself. Why are you there with no at three other in the friends. morning? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> with your pants around your ankles. <laughs> <laughs> Just for the attention. Oh, this is a breezy show. Speaking of pants around their ankles, <laughs> when we were growing up, you know, there were lots of different celebrities on television, movies, shock horror. Yes. Um, that, you know, a lot of our gay dars kind of went off for yep. once in a while. And, you know, occasionally we too, even being the professional gays that we are, you and I, occasionally we were wrong. Yes, yeah. I've been wrong on a few occasions. Um, I've been right on a few occasions as well. Who did you think? Well, this isn't when I was growing up, but Darren Chris from Glee, just because yes. he's played so many gay characters back to back, and he God, makes a I'm lovely. Sure. He just makes a really nice gay, gay boyfriend. Man, yeah, and a beautiful gay uh, serial killer. I thought. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> no. I actually. He did come out um, when he won his last award for American um, Crime Story, Versace, right. that he isn't going to play anymore. Gay characters, right? The thing with majority uh, people in majorities taking roles away from minorities, mm-hmm. I think it is good to make an effort when there's actors available to play roles. And uh, look, with gay characters, I don't think it's as big of a deal. And I think the issue is more that there's not many gay people out in Hollywood. Yeah, that's the issue. And it is also the same issue with there's not many superstars that aren't white as well. It's like just a problem in the industry. I definitely don't endorse the idea of people from one race playing playing some of you know of a compl- you know a white person playing some of a completely different race like is not necessary. No. But I think sometimes people really do blow up. Like when Scarlett Johansson was going to play that butch lesbian. Look, Scarlett Johansson said a lot of stupid things, and she does tend to get these. She also played like an Asian character as well, which is not great. She just she's not really trying to be informed on these things. But I think when she was going to play that actress, it's like, why not put a famous celebrity in that role and give exposure to this story? Yeah. Like, I didn't have any problem that, you know, Charlize Theron played, um, what's her name? Fucking a- Aileen Wernos, the serial killer. Yeah. There is a problem, but I don't think that every time there's a gay character now in something, we've like, they can't be a straight actor because acting is acting. Gay is one thing. It's a bit more accepted problem there's not still not that many out gay actors in the industry but I do get it with like trans characters but also you've got to actually have the actors there like you and you're not gonna make it whatever 50 million dollar I don't know how much films cost 50 million dollar film and put a nobody actor in it like you've got to put the people that like a name that brings bums Yes, we can't get angry every time this happens but there are times when it is insensitive um and and not right (laughs) <laughs> what's it? What's your next one? No, I completely agree with you. Yeah, um, but look, I, I'm 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 guilty of thinking Robin Williams. <gasps> Me too. And that I was always just, thought he was gay until always. I found he had children, which he could still have been gay, but not back then, just probably. Such a theatrical, <laughs> flamboyant yep. comedian. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I also thought, obviously, Eric McCormick from Will and Grace, just because it was a man 
in the 90s playing a gay character on TV. Yep, that yeah. makes sense. I also had Freddie Prince Jr. just because he was delicious oh, and yep. he had just, you know, gay face. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Gay face being pretty face. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Two others that I had, uh, Pink. Oh, yeah. Singer Pink. Yeah, yeah when she totally. came out in like 2000, 2001. Not I was, came out. Not came out, but like was on the scene. hit the yeah. scene as a musician. <laughs> not the gay She scene. had the short hair. Yeah. She was wearing pants. Yep. She was a little bit butch. Yep. Um, bit of a tomboy, yep. that kind of thing. And yeah, you just I just Attitude. assumed as a teenager, I was like, ah, oh, she's going to be a lesbian. Yep. And not. No, no, very straight. <laughs> and also another one that I thought, um, Callista Flockhart from Ellie McBeal because oh, she had an Ellie McBeal kiss. lesbian kiss. Oh, so you forgot a bit. Like, yeah. But Lenny, I have to say, yes. from an early age of my, the ripe age of 18, yeah. when I you know, just finished school, I'd come out. The first guy that I sort of came in contact with that I thought was gay was this guy called Luke. And he yep. was working at Just Jeans. And I nicknamed <laughs> him because I was so infatuated with him. I nicknamed him Just Jeans Luke. And that's how he was known <laughs> to all of my yep. friends. Just Jeans Luke. I'd go in there. I'd buy my jeans. We'd chat away, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, he invited me out. We bumped into each other at room 680 in Hawthorne, mm. whatever else. And I introduced him to a few friends incredibly fucking handsome and I was convinced I was like this guy's got to be gay like he's giving me eyes I'm introduced him to a few of my girlfriends a few of my other friends and they're all just like no he's not no fucking way like yada 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 your gay does totally off friendly <laughs> and I didn't have any gay friends at that time yep. so I was just like oh my god the meat is going off but why is it <laughs> yeah exactly you needed like confirmation yeah, from yeah I needed confirmation anyway picks. A year yep. after that, I get taken to my first gay bar, as we've heard about these stories yes. now, a number of times. Yep. When I walked into the main dance floor and I'd already downed my three double Smirnoffs with raspberry oh in them God. because yep. I needed the courage. <laughs> I've walked in, we're having a bit of a dance and I turn around and I look over and there on the podium <gasps> is Just Jeans Luke, loving himself sick. Oh. And I was just like, I've pointed, he's pointed. I was like, what are you doing here? And he's like, the same reason you're here. I was like, I knew it! <laughs> And from then, I have never questioned my gay dad. <laughs> <laughs> and like the end of a subscription to your gay dad account, we too have come to the end of today's episode. Don't forget to follow the show at Word of the Gay Pod on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and send us through any word suggestions. Any at all. Yes, we'd love to hear them, and we will definitely do them. And thanks to Erica for sending that word through. Lenny, as always, it's been a fucking hoot. Ah, uh, yes, it has. Oh, God. oh, speaking of fuck, I nearly forgot. Oh, <clears throat> Beyonce said, "Slay, Shante, you stay." <laughs> so fuck, I fucked it up. You say that's fishy. Well, I say Zac Efron's dishy. <laughs> We say that's fierce. So single my queers. Don't go nowhere. Just prick up. <laughs> I'm trying to not sing it. Just prick up your ears. We're, We're word of the gay. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com.
Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.